Enter one and all, past the cloudy door, where wonderful things will happen that the world has never seen before. In Dexter's laboratory lives the dopest nerd you've ever seen. One day he smoked some cannabis and had a dream. What if he could sesh with fandom's best? In Dexter's Dab. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Nerdy Stoner Podcast with your favorite huggable stoner, Dexter, aka Stash Tokum, aka the Weedy Weeb of the East, aka Smokey D. Sploofy, and a new one for y'all, aka the Puffin Man. A couple things before we get this episode started. First, I want to apologize for the inconsistency in the release schedule. I'm really trying to get on a more regular one for you all, as well as release additional, you know, content on my IG and everything. Uh, my goal was to release an episode every other Thursday, but every other Monday is looking like it works better for me. Um, granted, I know today is Wednesday, <laughs> uh, but I, I get more time to, you know, write and record on the weekends. Um, so new goal is to have my episodes out every other Monday by 9 PM. I'm honestly committed to making this podcast the best it can be. And I can only do that if I'm consistent. Secondly, this episode is actually going to be the first part of a series of episodes. It's going to be about the legal cannabis industry, specifically working in the industry. Um, basically, recreational is coming to Maryland in July, so a lot of jobs are going to be opening up. Um, and I feel like people should know what it's really like to work in the industry before they decide to enter it as a potential career or even a side job. Um, this first part, if you couldn't tell already, is about the good that has come from the industry for not only myself, but other coworkers and friends that I've made over the years. Um, yeah, I've been in this industry for almost six years now so i've seen heard and experienced a lot um i won't be sharing any specific names of people or companies for obvious legal reasons like, i don't want to get sued and i don't want anybody else to get sued um but yeah i just wanted to hopefully give people a glimpse into the legal cannabis industry from perspective of, you know, people who are really important in it, employees. At least that is my hope. All right, let's get to this good. Now, after thinking and talking to a lot of different people, asking them what general good has come from the industry for them, I found that I could typically group them into one of three different categories. Knowledge, experience, and connections. Before my first job in cannabis, the only things I really knew about this wonderful plant were that it was safer for you than drinking your cigarettes. 
indica sativa and hybrid were what you cared about when buying from the plug if you had that option that is you know because a lot of us didn't um and the stronger the weed the better it obviously had to be now i was young and i was wrong (laughs) but yeah yeah because there was so much more that i didn't know from how different terpenes affect different people to how not to ruin your tolerance with overconsumption to basic math for measuring measuring out the dosage in edibles um in fact did you know that indica sativa and hybrid are not just descriptions of how a particular strain can make you feel but also how the plant grows See, sativas tend to be tall and have long, thin leaves. Indicas tend to be short and have really fat leaves. And hybrids are somewhere in the middle. Truth be told, there aren't really any more pure sativas or indicas out there. Everything is pretty much a hybrid because of so much crossbreeding and whatnot. Like Nothing is just a pure anything anymore. Um, But yeah, just a, you know, little lesson there for you. Um, But yeah, people would generally think that sativas, you know, give you energy. Indicas make you go to sleep and hybrids are somewhere in the middle. But I've honestly had some sativas that have made me sleepy and indicas that have given me energy. It all goes back to what I have been saying many episodes prior. Terpenes, 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 terpenes. And with this knowledge of terpenes and other cannabinoids that make up the plant, and yeah, just any just many other factors and things that go into it, I and many others have learned how to pick strains that are suited for specific illnesses we're trying to treat or effects we're trying to have you know back in the day you basically had to trust what your dealer was telling you and hope that whatever you got was going to be good to you know help with your back pain anxiety sleep you know whatever but nowadays we have a very very nice variety of things now Walking into the dispensary my first time, or my first few times, I should say, used to be a bit overwhelming. Um, I mean, with so many options for consumption, the varying prices, the variety of similar products, it was like being a kid in a candy store. I had no idea what I wanted or needed, just that I could have it. Yeah, the world, the dispensary was my oyster, if you will. Um, And have it, I did. I mean, over the years, I have tried so many different things. Like, so many different types of flour, so many different types of vapes, different types of concentrates, edibles, keef, just uh, powdered drinks, uh, regular drinks. It's just just so many things that have I've been able to try and have been awesome and I now know how to shop not just for quality but quantity too like and this is all thanks to the experience that I gained from working in the industry 
Now, this isn't to say that I wouldn't or couldn't, you know, have learned any of this on my own time, but it was way easier being immersed in it, you know, having to work multiple days a week, um, or, you know, the standard 40 hours a week. Back in my early dispensary days, I remember being so immersed in all the different products that we had. I would just, you know, during downtime, read labels, look at all the different products, um, you know, look up, look at what terpenes went into different strains with different cannabinoids they had and everything. And I could even like go on the computer or my phone or something and just, you know, kind of look up information as I saw it. Like, oh, terpenoline, what does that do? Uh, this is a, a CBN patch. What? Yes, y'all, they have, uh, weed patches that people can use. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just so cool just looking at all that information. I mean, we had pamphlets, we had magazines that were out for patients that they could use to learn stuff. And, you know, I, I learned <laughs> not just from, you know, all of that information, but also from the patients too with so many different people coming in and out of the dispensaries I worked at, I was able to see firsthand how cannabis affected a person's illness and quality of life. Like someone could come in miserable on Tuesday and get something and come back Wednesday be like, yo, that shit was fire. It helped me sleep. It helped me eat, knocked out my back pain, like complete night and day. They come in like skipping. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's a great feeling and, you know, it's something that I could, you know, potentially pass off to another patient who may have a similar illness or dealing with a similar type of situation that this person is. Um, you know, this, this is where I also learned that, of course, no one strain or product will work for the same two different people, same two different people. Um, Because I've definitely had that happen before, you know, something worked for one patient with an illness and I suggested the same thing for a patient who had the same illness and, you know, just wasn't for them. Everybody's different. And this is where I learned more about the endocannabinoid system and, you know, the different ways cannabis can affect a person's body. It was and continues to be amazing to this day with all the research that's coming out daily on the new ways cannabis is helping people, the new growing techniques, new ways of producing concentrates, edibles, all types of stuff. And when I finally returned to the cultivation side of things, I got to see and learn even more. See, my first job in the industry was at a cultivation center. I think I talked about this in a previous episode, but I remember the first day walking in and just seeing all the weed on tables and racks and just seeing people casually trimming and chatting and just, just the the smell just hitting me in the face. Like it's, you never forget your first time walking into a room with a bunch of people like doing all of that stuff. It's amazing and i i know that i'll never forget that but i was you know able to see many different strains and even compare some sometimes you know because we would be trimming different things at different times so you know be able to see 
at my current facility, I get to see even more. Like, at my old job, I was pretty much confined to one area and did nothing but trim. I mean, you know, that was cool, don't get me wrong, but I longed for the day I would be able to see everything. I wanted to see clones. I wanted to help harvest. I wanted to see how concentrates were made. Um, you know, I wanted to see what we did with all the waste and stuff. I got to see all of that and then some. Like, I've not only gotten to trim, I've gotten to harvest, to weight, to package, uh, what we call bucking, which is, you know, um, just cutting the buds off of the freshly dried, hung plants, you know. Um, yeah, I've just gotten to see how a variety of processes have been done and it's just it's 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 great (laughs) like it's an experience that is honestly unlike anything I've ever had and it's um, you know I sorry I'm uh you know a little fried and (laughs) tongue-tied but I'll just say this there is nothing like seeing a fresh clone age and become a fully smokable plant. Like, I honestly, I just can't wait till I can grow my own someday soon. Because, you know, when July comes, we'll be able to grow our own legally. And when I do, I'll have some coworkers I can hit up for advice on growing. <laughs> now, speaking of coworkers... Some of the absolute best people I have met in my life have come from working in this industry. From the job itself to hosted events by companies and other people, I've met all types of wonderful folks. Many of them have slash are, you know, contributing their stories and perspectives to this series. And I'm very, very, very grateful for that. Like, y'all, y'all some real ones. I appreciate you so much. The memories that we share and the things that we have experienced together have bonded us for life. Like, some have helped me get a job with them, and I've helped them get a job with me. You know, we, we look out for one another. We're like a family and really help one another out. Not like in a toxic work family sense, like... You know, how it kind of was or how it was back in my restaurant days. But yeah, that does exist in this industry. Believe me. But for the, you know, the real ones, we really are like a family. Um, We've gone to each other's houses for weedy brunches or parties. Um, We've, you know, gone out to like breweries or something like that. Or, you know, it's just nice just being able to just hang out with them. And we all have one awesome thing in common. We all love to smoke or get high. Um, yeah, it's it's great. We remember birthdays and decorate for people just because we want them to have a good day because they're working on their birthday. And we just, you know, we want them to feel special. Bring in cakes, cookies, and other stuff. Um, yeah, when even when one of us leaves, we send them off with a bang and we stay in touch too. Like, there are people I haven't worked with in years that I'm still friends with, and I am so, so happy for that. Uh, 
it kind of reminds me of the times with my old coworkers from my days as a server and bartender. At the end of the day, we, like I said, we look out for one another and do what we can to make it through the day. Because after all this time in the industry, it's the people who truly make me stay. Sane, that is. <laughs> And a lot of the knowledge that I've been able to gain over the years has been thanks to them as well. Like, um, you know, I've been able to learn about terpenes and other stuff, been pointed in the right direction for good material to read as far as research. Um, Also with things like making edibles, finding good deals, if anything awesome is coming down the line and so much more like it's i i truly 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 love my can of fam and wouldn't trade them for anything i can honestly say that you know i wouldn't be who i am today without any of this any of the people any of these experiences or yeah just any of this that i've gotten to gain from working in this the cannabis industry i mean i definitely don't think i would be doing this podcast uh i've had the pleasure of helping and meeting so many people that this is one of the other reasons for actually doing this series it's thanks to everyone i've met who has helped me become the version of me i am today um yeah y'all support me I just want to support you. Also, uh, can't wait till we have some more smoke sessions. <laughs> but yeah, um, with that, we're going to close out this part one of the industry episode. Um, yeah, as always, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Nerdy Stoner Podcast with your best hugging stoner, Dexter. I actually made a survey to help collect information for the series, which I will link to in the show notes. You know, the more information I can gather, the better. Um, If you or anyone you can think of have something they want to say about the industry, please, 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 please don't hesitate to fill it out. It's short, has only four questions, I believe. And yeah, Uh, you can also... uh, if you fill if you filled it out but you want to add something because you you know you remember something last minute or you need to change something you can also dm me at nerdy stoner pod on ig or email me at the nerdy stoner podcast at gmail.com i'll also provide links to those down in the show notes too and don't feel rushed about getting anything to me if you, you know, you want to participate and help out. I plan on releasing these industry episodes every few character episodes so that, you know, you have time to really think in between, you know, let things absorb. You can get your thoughts in order. Just, you know, I just want to give you time, you know. Um, but yeah, until then, don't forget to like, share subscribe follow me on all the socials also leave me some comments i would love to know what you guys think about these episodes um you know good or bad i appreciate all the feedback 
It's how I can get better. <laughs> I'm planning to attend more cons this year, too. I don't know if you've been seeing my KatsuCon uh, interviews I've been uploading. Didn't get a pass this year, but I was able to just, you know, slide through for a second and interview some people, and it was great. Always fun to do that, and I can't wait to do more of it this year. Um, Yeah, stay tuned for more announcements on my socials. Uh, yeah. Until next time, don't forget to tip your bunch. Uh, don't forget to tip your butt tenders. That's always important. It goes a long way. Trust me. Uh, yeah. Take care, everyone. Hydrate, medicate, and go be great. Bye.